Shumrabyug. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the tiny room. Welcome back to Michael and Benjamin's podcast. Welcome back to the digital Shumrabyug. I am the Michael of the aforementioned Michael and Benjamin's podcast, one of the founding members of the Shumrabyug production team and so on. And I am joined by the man who is the alternate universe pastiche of the podcast host, Joe Rogan. It's Benjamin. Say hello, Benjamin. Can you... Can... Oh, I mean, that's harsh, man. F- fuck. <laughs> fuck. That's not bad. That's not a bad off-the-cuff, on-the-spot Joe Rogan impersonation. Yeah, you cut, you cut kudos, me off guard there, Michael. Kudos to you. Yeah, it was pretty tough. Uh, yeah, uh, join me uh, on my other podcast where I'll be talking about THC and are masks necessary? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I mean, are they? Yeah, Jamie, pull, they? Up, pull us up with the theme music there, Jamie. You want to you you pull that up? <gasps> theme music for the podcast. Actually, have anything music? Very good, yeah. Uh, Benjamin, yes. This week on Michael Mann's podcast, we're near, we're launching a new segment, and we haven't quite decided <laughs> what the name of the segment is. So we've got a few, a few contenders, and we'd probably let's ask the listeners what they think the new new segment should be called. Ben, should it be called Barely News? Mm-hmm. Should it be called What Even Is News in Anyways? Mm-hmm. Or should it just be called very simply, what is news? Baby, Baby don't, hurt, don't me. hurt me. Oh, sorry. Baby don't hurt me. No news. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be the winner, Michael, if I had yeah, to yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had yeah. to guess, you've, you've kind of loaded the bases there, Michael. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Certain things are going to happen. Yeah, um, so Ben, I mean, the first part of what is news this week, Ben, and this kind yeah. of went under the radar a little bit, but Tatiana Maslany has said she has not been cast as the She-Hulk, the Incredible She-Hulk. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On her uh, Twitter, she's been like, guys, I don't know. No one's asked me. What? So we we all took it as a given because it was announced by Deadline and they're usually, you know, they're a real, a real media source. Yes, they're on the money, Michael. And then other like Marvel actors who you think might have some insight. Mark Ruffalo, for example, hopped on to give a quick congratulations. Oh, I don't know if Mark Ruffalo is a reputable source of Marvel no, information. No, Mark Ruffalo might be a dumbass. And Simu <laughs> Lee was like, yeah, you go, girl. And maybe, Ben, it's all not true. <laughs> That's hilarious, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like Mark Ruffalo is that guy, though, who oh, yeah, just yeah. means very well and oh, yeah. occasionally puts his foot very much in his mouth. Do you remember when he was in um, in the film Now You See It Too? And it yes. turned out that he was the mastermind genius behind the whole thing. Yeah. Completely unbelievable. Completely. Like, 100% Ruffalo, unbelievable. Mark Ruffalo has no idea what's going on in this film. As the internet would say, Michael, he has serious golden retriever energy. Yeah, 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 exactly. I have to stop saying yeah, yeah, yeah so much. I'm saying it nearly in every sentence. Benjamin. <laughs> yes. So on the back of that piece of what is news, mm-hmm. baby don't hurt me, baby don't hurt me, not news. Um, there are the 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 rumor verses a swirl with Spider-Man 3 casting rumors and Spider-Man 3 plot rumors and Ben I think to be honest with you most of it has about as much truth and veracity behind it as one of our episodes of Pitch Please or a Mark Ruffalo tweet or a Mark Ruffalo tweet or Mark the insane ramblings of Mark Ruffalo um in the film Pitch not Pitch Perfect 2 <laughs> now you see it again there, I would it, enjoy watching Mark Ruffalo in Pitch Perfect. Yeah, he'd be good doing a bit of acapella. <laughs> I'd enjoy that immensely. Benjamin, I would watch that several times. Yeah, go but, on. But would you watch a Spider-Man film 
in which Spider-Man is teaming up with Doctor Strange. No. Well, you might have to, because, you know, we do a podcast and it, 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 that, I think, is the most likely of the casting news. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be in there with Doctor Strange. But Jesus. Benjamin, would you also watch a Spider-Man, which for some reason has Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in it? No. Okay. Well, you might have to again, Ben, because that's the, that's the rumor on oh. the street. Oh, one of the things that probably makes me a, a poor man's nerd, Michael. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, is the fact that I do not hold the the Tobey Maguire thing. I don't. I don't get it. Well, you're too I, young, Benjamin. Am I? Yes. Really? Yes. How old are you? I'm. I'm. I'm a twenty. A twenty nine. And when did Tobey Maguire Spider Man come out? Two thousand something. Yeah, so look, that falls in right. Oh, you you were about ten. You sh- no, you should love it, Ben. I should love it. That's the yeah, thing, why don't Michael. you love That's it? what makes me a poor man's nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand the Andrew Garfield hate. I'm not certain why Marvel thinks bringing back the Mark Webb Spider-Man movies is a good idea. I I I don't get it. <laughs> is it Marvel or is it Sony, Ben? Is it's, it Sony it's definitely going... Sony making the push, but I, I, I don't understand why Sony thinks they have a masterpiece on their hands or thinks that fans are the ones going, do you know what I really miss? Blue Jamie Foxx. Dane DeHaan as the Green Goblin. Do you know what? I've, I've missed snarky Green Goblin. Yeah, I I've like Dane DeHaan, Ben. Do, do you remember that time Chris Cooper was going to be Norman Osborn and we just kept him on a deathbed instead? Yeah, let's bring that back. Oh, yeah, Chris Cooper. Chris yeah, Cooper I mean, was... these, like, these things happened, Michael. And and Michael, let me let me be the first to say here, when Spider-Man 2 by Mark Webb came out, I quite enjoyed it in the cinema. No, you didn't. I did. So that's the weird you thing, Michael. didn't, Ben. But then I watched it again and I was like, I don't know what was in the popcorn at that particular cinema viewing, but my goodness. Oh yeah, that's that's what they do, Ben. They give you the popcorn and the coke and they put the lights down and you're there with all your friends. And even the biggest tripe seems really great and entertaining. Because you have a little sugar rush. That's how they get our good friend Jim. That's why he likes all films. He's never seen a film in the cinema he didn't like. I think Jim is a plant by big cinema. Big cinema, he is, And yeah. he's there to turn the sceptics. That's what he does. Yeah, it's a it's a plan by big cinema to influence small to medium podcasts. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it get, is. It's uh, grassroots marketing. Yeah, to really stop any sort of negative backlash against their multi million dollar um, films. Well, they I mean, us and our one. six dedicated listeners, Michael, are key demographic for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a hundred euro. So uh, no wonder they have <laughs> Jim in their pocket. No wonder Jim is in the pocket of big cinema. Benjamin. <laughs> Look, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Marvel and their whole uh, multiverse of madness thing and if, they, if they're going to bring all these characters back. I don't trust Sony, Ben, though. I don't trust them as far as I throw them. Nah. Nah. Shenanigans. Yeah, they're not to be trusted. Shenanigans. Benjamin. Yes. You know, we've been talking over the last few weeks and I've, I've mentioned repeatedly that I've thoroughly enjoyed getting up on a Saturday morning and watching the latest episode of the show, The Boys. The Boys. And you've said it really shows that maybe the one pump and dump what method is that what you call it model model the, the colopy method is um <laughs> no sorry the netflix method you said not the colopy method that would be this this, this, this uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um the, the the netflix method ben you said it, it might not be great because some people like to do that so ben bereft as i was of something to watch this saturday go on i scoured the internet for new releases 
Okay. And only in, Ben, and you know, I'm a guy who keeps my ear to the ground on this sort of thing and I listen out for what's going on. You do. And only because I was bereft of something to watch, I was going to watch um, the new, the latest Penny Dreadful series, Penny Dreadful City of Angels, Ben, but I didn't watch that because instead I realised that on Hulu, Ben, they have one pumped and dumped the entire series of the last part of the last TV show produced by Marvel Television, Hellstrom. Oh, God. My they released God, that's the whole a, thing, Ben. That's a one pump dump and flush very quickly, please. Yeah, it's like, oh, did we make that? Is that still there? What are we going to do? Well, Ben, let me tell you. First of all, no big fanfare about its release. Fair. <laughs> Second of all, Ben, no Marvel logos anywhere in any of the promotional materials. Get out of town. Now, Ben, here's the question. Are there no Marvel logos anywhere in the produ- in the promotional material for this series? Because one, option one, Ben, option the first, um, they don't want to sully the good name of the Marvel brand by dumping out a piece of turd right at the end of its life cycle. I think, well, go on, one second, what's option two? Option two, Ben, are they trying to present this as a TV series on its, in its own right, not tainted by the, quite frankly, hit or miss production quality of Marvel TV. Hmm. I certainly hmm. wouldn't want my show associated with Marvel TV because it has had as many hits as as many misses as hits. It does. It does. It fails quite frequently. People were fond of Agent Carter, Ben, but no one loved it and only made two seasons. Is it only two seasons? Two Is that seasons what Agent of Agent Carter. Carter yeah. Um, Cloak and Dags. Clucky Dags. Only Clucky got Dags. two seasons as well. Yeah. Again, fine. The the like the likability of the leads kind of got you through it, but otherwise not great. Michael, at one point you were the biggest cloak and dagger fan this side of the Atlantic. Season two, yeah, I probably was, but I mean, all you have to do to be the biggest cloak and dagger fan this side of the Atlantic is think it's mostly fine, or be a fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the two leads. The two leads were great. Season two was pretty uneventful though, and you know it never really, it never really got rolling. Runaways, Ben, bleh, whatever. Yeah. Um, ben, that shall which which shall not be named, of course, was the production <clears throat> of Marvel TV. Uh, luckily, never released. So in the vault somewhere, they have twelve episodes of Inhumans. And may may the Lord have mercy on its soul, Michael. <laughs> may may it stay there for all eternity, Ben. So yeah, I watched Hellstrom on Saturday morning. Long story short, I watched Hellstrom, and guess and what, Michael? Ben? It's quite good. Uh, no, yeah, it's quite good. Michael, you no. led me down the primrose path. You you laced my palm with silver. You had me believing that this was an utter steaming pile of doo-doo. You've, you've got me. It's, I mean, it's not amazing, man. It's fine. It's, it's, uh, I've only watched one episode because I'm going to watch it one episode at a time and see if it's any better that way. Oh, you're going to try and defeat the one pump and dump model. Exactly. It's me versus one pump and dump. So let's see if I can do it. Or will I Will I be so drawn into the world of Hellstrom that I, I can't control myself and end up watching the whole thing in one sitting? The answer to that is no, Benjamin. I would love it if you became the biggest Hellstrom fan this side of the Atlantic, though. It is fine. Do you remember, Ben, the early episodes of Supernatural before it became funny? Yeah, real spooky. Yeah, it's like that. It's Not a good. It's a demon possession show. Okay. With a cool guy who comes into town and he has all the answers and he doesn't take no shit. Classic. Yeah, yeah. And it's Damon Hellstrom and uh, his sister. They don't talk and she's sexy in a weird giraffey way. 
In a, oh, she's giraffe sexy, huh? Yeah, she's. A, she, I don't think she's very tall in real life, but she's tall and skinny, and they've everything. Every piece of clothing they put her in emphasizes her tall skinniness. Is that what you want in a piece of clothing? Is that you emphasizing need? your tall skinniness? I'd love yeah. it if it did that for me. That would be amazing. Yeah, you are quite tall and skinny. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Yeah, I mean it lies, yeah. but go on anyway. Yeah. Um, and what else, <laughs> Ben, is in it? it? Yeah, it's fine. It's it's a supernatural possession drama thing, but it's all okay. right. It's pretty good. Does the, the job. It does the job, and the two leads are very attractive on the eyes. Well, that's good. I'm going to look up the two leads now on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very attractive on the eyes, Ben. Both of them, and it's it's fine. It it, it very much reminds me of Supernatural before it developed its sense of humor, or any of those other swath of supernatural demon shows but well, not good. horrible not horrible There's... is the best thing I can say about it well that's you know that's high praise coming from Michael Leonard no yeah look it's not because some things I think are great but I didn't think this was great but it was fine it'll fill that Saturday morning gap for me Ben okay so Michael you're, you're t- oh, oh giraffe sexy is a thing is it no 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 but like looking at her that was the, that was the the best put way you could phrase it. Was... Yeah, she's like a sexy giraffe with a pointy fringe for some reason. Yeah, well done. Well done. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. nailed it. And he's he's very attractive as well, the gentleman in it. I'm trying to get a clear picture of him, Michael. He's, he's a little bit hard to... Yeah, because he's... Oh, yeah, no, no, he's got, he's got kind of a horse sexy thing going on. Yeah, Big he's job. kind of horse sexy and she's giraffe sexy, so it, it makes sense. Equine sexy it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, across yeah. the boards. Yeah, giraffes aren't equines, but never mind. Um, Are they not? There you go. No. no. Are they? No, they're not. Benjamin. Are they Look, that's all entirely irrelevant anyway. There are moments, though, when you're going from a show like The Boys, for example, in this episode of, um, what's it called? Hellstrom. Um, <laughs> a man finds a, an ancient evil um, casket thing, which has a, the body of a, uh, the skeleton of a demon in it. Okay. And the casket sends out like arms and crushes his body and pulls him into the casket. And they're clearly made of rubber. And most of the crunching and the bloodletting happens just off screen. So we see his face. And, you know, if it was the boys, it would have happened visibly on screen. Yeah, it would have been uncomfortable. <laughs> it would have been uncomfortable, but also much more expensive. True. <laughs> because you'd have to CG a whole body or kill a man. And both of those have implications cost-wise. I mean, probably the CG more than killing a man. Hollywood can make things disappear, lads. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And Benjamin, there's a sexy nun. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's okay, a nun, you've but got she's, me. I'm in. she's sexy. I mean, she that's has all I require, Michael, as you she, know. She has a fractious relationship with Damon Hellstrom. Ooh. Ooh, is, is she, he tempting her? I, do, I don't tempting. know yet, Ben. I, maybe. Maybe as we go along. Who knows? Oh, what's Who that? Knows my shirt's falling go. off? Oh, no. Oh, no, no my away. rosary beads. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's... Um, that's what's going on. She'd be gripping them beads. Okay, nice. It's fine, Ben. It's fine. It's all right. It's fine. It's grand. It's job. grand. It's grand. It does the job. I'll watch it next Saturday. I'll tell you how it goes. I might fade off. I might not watch it all. I might get bored, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh, well, I hope you keep it up, Michael, because it's good content for the for the pod. Ah, yeah. Look, is it? Uh, look, is anything we do good content, Michael? <laughs> Very point? good. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. That's why we're not. That's why we're not personally in the pocket of big cinema, Ben. <laughs> yeah because we're just too the, negative we're just, just too negative us. we can't get on board we don't Benjamin. have those positive vibes anyway Benjamin yeah speaking of things which are unfilmable go on what even is the Squadron Supreme 
Very good, Michael. Very smooth. Buttery smooth as usual, Michael. One of the best smoothest segues. Will we will we explain what we're doing or will I just jump into Well you explain what we're doing then, go on. You well, love explaining. Look, lads, Michael's Michael's had something on the back burner for quite a while. Not that long. Let's not let's not oversell this. <laughs> first of all. Well, when Michael was a young lad of eighteen. Yeah, yeah. He came across something called the Squadron Supreme and he said, I'm gonna turn that into a movie one day. Uh, yeah. And that's, he's been working on it ever expensive. since and yeah. he's chosen this format to mm. release it and mm. tell the world that yeah. uh, this is how he wants to make the Squadron Supreme movie television series yes. something or other. Uh, and uh, he asked me to explain who they were for you so that yeah, you so had ben, some kind of context. Why don't, why don't you tell us who even is the Squadron Supreme? Nice, well done. Uh, the Squadron Supreme, yes, Michael, fundamentally at their core, yes, is a pastiche or a rip-off or a little satirical poke or yeah. a, a mock of the Justice League. I've heard of them. Superman. In DC Comics. And they have a surprisingly long history in the Marvel Universe. Right. Um, they were, they they debuted, well, a version of them debuted, Michael, in 1969. Roy 1969. Thomas and Sal. Huh? 1969. 1960, Avengers number 69. Year. 1969. Get out of here. Yep, not kidding. The most amusing year of all. And the most amusing issue of Avengers, Earth's Mightiest <laughs> Heroes. So, uh, Sao Bichema, B- Bichem- I never get his name right. Bichema? I, I don't know, I don't know how you pronounce it. You just pronounce it any way you want, Ben, he's not listening. Okay, Sal, B-U-S-C-E-M-A. Yeah. Uh, and Roy Thomas, the writer, got together and they created the Squadron Sinister. Oh, that's how mean. For the Avengers as a, a pack of enemies, Michael. Good. And those particular heroes were collected from around the multiverse by the Collector right. and Kang the Conqueror. Oh, they and he brought like them together in a little team because he was like, damn those dastardly heroes, I have to defeat them. And so in that original lineup, we had Hyperion. Yeah. Who's their Superman. Yeah. We had Nighthawk. Yeah. Who's their Batman. Yeah. Bloody we had Nighthawk more like it, Ben. <laughs> We'll get to that in a second, Michael. I'm not certain that Zarda or... Yeah. Uh, what is Power it? Princess. Power Princess. Fucking weird name. Um, is in that original lineup, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, you had the Wizard. Yeah, the Wizard. And you had yeah. Dr. Spectrum. Yeah. And of all of those, Dr. Yeah. Spectrum has the best name. Simply yeah, because yeah. I like the way Spectrum sounds. Yeah, I'm yeah. a fan. Uh, and so that was the original lineup, Michael. And what happened there... Go on. What happened there was uh, they were defeated by Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Oh, good. As you'd imagine. And yeah. then, Michael, Roy Thomas was like, yeah, but I quite like those characters. I think there's some interesting things going on there. Mm. Maybe we should do something with those. Yeah. And so he went and he created Earth 712. Okay. And anyone who's a big fan of Marvel Multiverse Theory knows that the the primary uh, world that we get our stories from in the Marvel Universe is Earth 616. Yeah. And Earth 712 was a world in which the Squadron Supreme were basically the Justice League. So they were good guys all of a sudden. Mm. So then we came back and we found Hyperion and all, all our all our favorite Squadron Sinister. But this time, Michael, it was a real team. Yeah, the Squadron Supreme. The Squadron Supreme. So to go through what each hero can do very, very quickly, Michael. Yeah. Hyperion has all the powers of Superman, exactly what you'd imagine, because he's our Superman pastiche. Yeah. But yeah. also, Go on. Uh, he can control energy. I, I'm not sure what type of energy he can control, 
but he has an energy field in later iterations and we'll later we'll iterations Ben can take a hike can he's Superman hike. he's Superman uh, Dr. Spectrum is your typical Green Lantern um, pastiche uh, yeah. Dr. Spectrum depending on who's wielding it has a little alien gem yeah and it can control light and bend yeah. light to their will it's the Green Lantern Ben but any colour yeah any colour you fancy yeah. any colour on the spectrum, spectrum. he's on the spectrum yeah see he's on the <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, so moving on from there, Michael. Yeah. We also had uh, Princess Power or Zarda, yeah. as she's later known, and it really depends on what iteration of her you go in for. She's Greek inspired, like a Wonder Woman. She's very she's strong. Wonder Woman, then. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah, and she's uh, from the from the secret hidden island of Utopia. Yep, Themyscira. If you're no, it's no, it's Utopia Nanara or whatever. Oh, is that what she's it's Wonder called Woman. in the? Yeah, yeah, Scotland she's Wonder Supreme. Woman. Just call her Wonder Woman. She's Wonder Woman. She's Wonder Woman. Uh, Wizard is the Flash. Yeah, and then there were other characters as well. There was Amphibian, who was their version of Aquaman. Yeah, with the worst, the worst superhero name I've ever heard. Amphibian. Amphibian. Yeah, amphibians would die if they went into the ocean. Wouldn't be great. Doesn't work no. for them. No, no. They well, they have to breathe. Yeah, it was just a terrible name for a hero. Mm. But anyway, that's the Squadron Supreme, Michael. They've kind of done various iterations. I think they were a big plotline in a recent Avengers storyline. They were. They were the Squadron Supreme of America, where they were recreated by Mephisto. Yeah, and Phil Coulson was there, and he was evil as well, and it it was weird. Yeah, yeah, it was no good. It was weird. But they're always knocking about. Anytime you yeah. need a Justice League pastiche, there you are. They're, they're ready for you. They're waiting. It's the Squadron Supreme. They were in the Ultimate Universe for a while as well, Michael. They they jumped over into the Ultimate Universe and Hyperion was there and Zarda was there. and It was weird. Yeah, they were all unpleasant. Yeah, there's a lot of interdimensional hopping uh, yeah. when when they pop up. And it's like, oh, where are we now? Up, up, up through a portal. And oh, what dimension is this? What is going on? Who is all these people? There are hints of the authority to them, depending on which iteration that you read. Well, that's a very interesting point, Ben. I would say, oppositely, there are hints of the of the Squadron Supreme to the authority. Oh, okay. Well, the Squadron, oh. the Squadron Supreme did the authority's thing first. Get out of town. I won't. Are you being facetious now, Ben, or is that something you actually know? No, I, I actually didn't know that. But oh, it okay, makes sense right. now that I think of the timeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, in the 80s, Roy Thomas wrote The Squadron Supreme, Ben, and he had them changing the world for the better. Yeah. And yeah, the, whole, the, whole, the whole joy of them being in an alternate universe was he could do huge, sweeping, changing things in the universe. Huge, sweeping, changing things. Which wouldn't fly in the Marvel mainstream universe, because, you know, there's so many other comics interdependent on each other. Yeah. What I didn't realize, Michael... Yeah. Is that I have read quite a bit of Squadron Supreme, but I read Supreme Power. Oh, the unpleasant one. The bloody Marvel Max uh, series. Mark Wade? Was that Mark Wade? Mark Wade, yeah. Very mean, Michael, as usual. And um, just a bit grim and, and kind of just dark. Just dark. Mm, um, dark. I sold those comics rather recently and I have never missed them. But no, that's uh, interesting. Except for today, Michael, when I was researching for a podcast where it would have been useful to have all that material that oh, I used no. to have. Oh, um, no, that would have been helpful. So, Michael. Yes. What is your pitch, please? Right, Benjamin. Okay, so we're doing 
And this is rumoured, Ben, to throw back to our segment earlier, what is news, baby, don't hurt me. Uh, this already has been rumoured. There have been rumours of a Squadron Supreme film by the Marvel Cinematic Universe for quite a while. But we're Get going to ignore town. those. We're going to ignore those, Ben. And we're going to do a pitch, please. Now, Ben, before we do a pitch, please, there are a couple of things you have to think about. First sure. of all, first of all, this is essentially a Marvel Cinematic Universe Justice League film. Okay, I'm I'm okay. I'm on board. You know, so you you have to get on board with that concept first, Ben. And the if you if if that concept is too much, this would never happen. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's a pretty bold move for Marvel to make a Justice League film. It is, and that is essentially what you're doing here. Okay. So okay. Benjamin, I followed the rules of our other pitches. So this is set post Infinity War. Nice. And Benjamin, um, we're following the usual rules of Marvel Cinematic Universe pitch casting and uh, and characters, whereupon that we're only going to use actors who haven't already played major roles Excellent. In, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But as Marvel themselves have wanted to do, if someone has had a, a small part or played a small villain or was on a TV show that no one saw... They can come back. Nice. Nice, nice, like, nice. Okay. Like Mashallah Ali, Ben. Mashallah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be Blade. He's going to be Blade. And um, Gemma Chan has played two characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who's the second character? She's in Eternals. Get. I can't, is she Cersei? I can't remember who she's playing out in Eternals. Out of town. That movie's yeah, yeah, never yeah. coming out, Michael. Yeah, probably not. It's filmed, apparently. It's anyway, never ben, coming out, Michael. Eternals is actually an interesting one to compare this to. Because it is, Michael, because... There are huge issues with with team movies. You don't like Avengers, Ben. Can't the stand first Avengers. it, Michael. And that had to only have six characters, all of whom nearly had had their own films to introduce them. Yes. And one of the big problems with the Justice League film, Ben, was that they were all introduced. We were introduced to these characters in a video clip in a separate film. <laughs> and then they had to rush to introduce them all and build the team. Yes. So my take on this, Benjamin, is that you can't do a coherent forming a superhero team movie. Go on. In this day and age, with the character development that people want and make it good. So the Squadron Supreme film that we're going to pitch, Ben, is not a formation of the Squadron Supreme film. We're okay. going to we're going to use the fact that these characters are essentially tropes. Yes. To so that people get them and understand who and what they are Look based on their trope. And then rather than being assembling a superhero team, Ben, it's a falling apart of a superhero team. Oh story. yeah. Oh that's See what different, we're doing? Michael. See what oh. we're doing? Oh now, I like it. The other fly in the ointment, Ben, or the other thing that you can't not address is that there is already a very popular Justice League pastiche in popular culture. And that is the seven of the boys. Oh yeah, that exists now. Exactly, right? So the other, the, the pitfall of this, even Ben from a casting perspective, is you just say, we just use uh, Anthony Starr and uh, what's who, what's the lady who plays Queen Maeve? Dominic something? Not sure. Anyway, but it can't be the boys. Okay, so they, fair. They can't be bastards. They can't be a pack of pricks. They, they can't be an absolute pack of pricks. It's not, okay. look at this edgy, evil Justice League. Isn't that fun? Nice. I bet you wish Carl Urban was here 
to slap them. Oh, give him a spanking. It's, yeah, so it's not that, Ben. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay, so here we go. So, are you ready? Yeah, go on. You ready? Hit me. Okay. Hit me. Let's t- let's talk very briefly about casting, Ben. Go on. And because I've got some casting suggestions for you, and I'd like your take on them. As do I, Michael. So, we will do oh, you have some casting, casting suggestions. Trade-off. Okay. So let's do a little bit of casting trade-off. So, Ben, the 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 main character, go the, on. The kind of linchpin of the Justice League is always Superman. Yes. And what you have with um with Hyperion yeah. is a big reddish blo- strawberry blonde Superman yeah and he's a big unit and I think Anthony Starr is doing a great job as um, Homelander. Homelander but I think he's a bit diminutive he's a bit small yeah. he's a smaller and man so Ben I have picked I think the only person in the world suitable to play Hyperion Andre is the Giant your, not Andre the Giant Ben he's dead and not blonde and French and can't act Benjamin it's your friend and mine Armand Hammer oh yeah okay yeah 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 Yeah, you can't you can't beat Armand Hammer I think Armand Hammer is yeah go on yeah Go on, I, I picked Henry that? Cavill. I thought it'd be funny to put Henry Cavill in it. You know, Ben, they can't, you can't do that. Why? Would Why be, can't obviously. I do that? It Why would can't be I funny. do that? It would be funny. And I mean, I'm, I'm aiming for some degree of realism here, Benjamin. Okay, fair enough, Michael. Fair um, enough. So yeah, I mean, for one thing, I can't imagine Henry Cavill doing it. I also, Michael, as a bit, yeah. of, a, as a, bit of a, a curveball casting, chose Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, very interesting. But again, Dwayne Rock Johnson is playing Black Adam. I don't think he could be tempted to also I know, play. I know, but wouldn't it be very funny to have Dwayne the Rock Johnson try to be introspective from his puppy dog energy? <laughs> wouldn't that I be good? It, I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson would do a great job of being I, That's Hyperion. what I mean. That's what I mean. Because yeah, yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is capable of some degree of acting. So I think yeah. it would be really interesting if you took his su- superhero persona, you mm-hmm. gave it flaws. Yeah. He has but to tackle my, those. My thinking is, Ben, Armand Hammer, first of all, he's enormous. Oh, no, Armand Hammer is the choice, Michael. You are correct. I'm not I'm not contesting your choice. I'm just giving you my alternatives. Alternative. I like it. Also, Armand Hammer could conceivably beat Henry Cavill up, which I oh, think is important. Yes. He has several times in the movie The Man from Uncle. The Man from Uncle, yeah, they beat each other up in that. Um, so that's it. That's Armand Hammer for Hyperion. He's the right age as well. He has the right look. I just think Armand Hammer. Num, num, num. Delicious. Num, 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 num. Yeah. Um, then Benjamin. Yeah. For, uh, so let's do the big three. Go on. The next one is uh, Shidehawk, <laughs> who is, you know, the Batman pastiche. The he's, he's basically Batman with a bit of Black Panther thrown in. He, uh, he's ba- Well, okay, so you've read Supreme Power where Nighthawk is actually a black gentleman. But yeah. in all of the original stuff, he is, he's white. He's American. He was the American president. Yeah, he and, was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And his name's Kyle Richmond. So yeah. I like the notion of him being a little bit older. Okay. And being, uh, I like the Batman Dawn of Justice angle of like the shining golden god with the yep. almost retired long serving starting to fall apart uh person who doesn't quite trust him yeah i have chosen ben for for shithawk matt damon get out of town Michael, matt damon ben. Go on. excellent yeah 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 i like excellent it. work my, uh, my other I... choice was my other choice was patrick wilson 
Uh, who's, but then oh, I yeah, thought, Patrick Wilson. But he was in Atlanta. Uh, what is it? Yeah, Seagull. well, but... Oh, he was in Sea Guy, yeah, but I think that wouldn't be an issue because I think uh, Nighthawk and King Orm are different enough that it's not going to be an obvious joke. And also, Patrick Wilson has basically played Nighthawk. That's why I said no in the end because he yeah. was uh, Night Owl already, and I yeah. think that might be a bit close to the bone casting. So, Matt Damon has been in a Marvel film already. He was the actor who played Loki. Oh, in yeah. The pl- yeah. But I think that's fine. I think that's enough that it can be explained away. Yeah, it'll be fine. Who did you I, have, Ben? I went I went for the Supreme Power one where he's a, right. a black gentleman. And I went with mm-hmm. Sterling K. Brown. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a good choice. Um, I thought he was well suited to him. He's an older man, Michael, so that it fit yeah. into your, your field in exquisite shape, Michael. Exquisite mm. shape. Yeah. And uh, has, a, has a good range of acting. I also, Ben, to be honest, I like the Matt Damon, Ben Affleck Dichotomy. Yeah, I know. I figured that That's might be one exactly of the, one of the what other reasons. And then finally, the other of the big three, and these are kind of the main three casting choices that I thought were important. Yeah. All the rest I'm willing to to argue on. But sure. for for Power Woman, for Zarda, for Princess Power, I chose Jamila Jamil. Oh yeah. Oh, that's very good, Michael. That's got that's got layers. It's got layers, Ben. For first choice, Ben, just because she's tall. Yeah, fair. Um, I don't know if you know this, but she's, I think, even slightly taller than Gal Gadot. Get out of town. But also, Ben, you and I have seen good parts of The Good Place. Yes. And she does the outward appearance of compassionate very well. And that's important later. And it's very important for this character, I think. Yes. So I think she has the look, the size, the, the acting to do it. That's good. I went with uh, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. I thought she had a big badass kind of imposing lady vibe. Very interesting. Yeah, I thought she could do it. Mm. Thought she could do it. That's I, I, very yours, yours is. I, I like yours though. It's 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 got layers, Michael. There's there's a lot to your casting. I prefer yours. Okay, well that's because I probably spent more time thinking about it than you, Ben. Probably. Um, and then a couple of others, Ben, just off the top of my head. Again, these are fairly minor casting because it's not about these characters. But Dr. Sure. Spectrum, Ben. Yeah. So for Dr. Spectrum, you want someone to play a kind of Ryan Reynolds-y fun-loving guy who turns out to not be that much crack and things go a bit wrong for him. I've picked Adam Brody. Good pick. Yeah. Good yeah, pick. Yeah. 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 Um, and the other three... I'm very much whatever on these three because they're okay. essentially supporting characters. Sure. Um, uh, Wizard, yeah. Amphibian, and Lady Lark. Lady Lark. Um, I never gave the give a quick breakdown on Lady Lark there. Lady Lark. She Lady Lark is um, Black Canary. Yeah. Okay. She's Black Canary. She's <laughs> she's Black Canary. It's just Black Canary. That's it. Yep. Um, there's a Canadian actress. Her name's Alex Fast. She was in. Um, she played. And this is purely based on physical appearance f- compared to the 1980s comic and nothing else. Okay. But she played a young lady who Tom Cruise accused of being a prostitute in Jack Reacher. And so obscure. I know, it's so obscure. But she just looks exactly right. Okay. And it's going to be a relatively small part. So I think, you know, why not? Let's go with it. Because she, she has the right look. I haven't even thought about Wizard and Amphibian, Ben. Um... I don't know. Patrick Wilson? 
<laughs> for is, he, is he just your go-to pick for each one? I just like Patrick Wilson. <laughs> That's fair enough. I actually have some some backups there for you, Michael. All right, come um, on, hit me with them. For Dr. Spectrum, Yeah, I chose Mr. Matt Bomer. Matt Bomer, yeah. Well, Matt Bomer, yeah. Matt Bomer's, yeah, that's better. That's better. I, I thought Matt Bomer would fit very well there. Or, that's Michael, good. controversially, yeah. Neil Patrick yeah. Harris. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I thought I thought either one of those two gents could probably do the job. Mm. Uh, for your, <laughs> for, for Lady Lark, I chose Blake Lively. <laughs> Blake Lively. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm looking for star appeal, Michael. I'm yeah, looking yeah. For star you see, I appeal. think Blake Lively might be too big for this. I was originally thinking Jennifer Lawrence. Oh yeah, that'd work. Yeah, and there's a there's a, a thing about it that works with Jennifer Lawrence, and it would also be great if you could have Chris Pratt in it. But we'll get to that in a, in a bit. <laughs> uh, and then for for Wizard, Wizard was way way tougher, right? He's so generic in the comics. Yeah, he's just your speedster. He's just a speedster and he's a kind of stay-at-home dad. He's a kind of classic all-American nice guy. I would have cast, I think, Patrick Wilson. You probably should cast Patrick <laughs> yeah. Wilson. But here's a controversial one, Michael, mainly because right, I like God. his eyebrows. Ty yeah. Burrell. Who's Ty Coasting Burrell? on that modern family energy <laughs> of stay-at-home dad turned superhero. <laughs> all right, let's go for it. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, all right. Ty Burrell That's- has like... Serious acting range again, so you could really do that internal strife thing quite well. All right, yeah. All right, okay, I'll go for it. Uh, I'm on board. All right, Ben, so Squadron Supreme, Ben. Go on. We open, Ben, on a scene of, a peaceful scene of space. 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 And the the peaceful space scene is interrupted, Benjamin, by uh, a flaming wreckage heading towards Earth. Oh, no. And it's a massive Ben multi-story satellite coming out of space, heading towards Earth. The International Space Station, Michael. Kind of, Ben, but mm. a little bit more Justice league Good, 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 yeah. good. And it's crashing down towards Earth, Ben. And it looks like all is lost and everything is hopeless when a reddish-orange streak comes up from Earth and uses all of his power to start pushing it. And trying to hold it back, Ben. And that's that's the hero on Ding of Commas. That's the hero of the story, Ben. It's Hyperion. He's here to save the day. Nice. And some music plays that's kind of like... But not that exactly, because then we get riff on that, though. Not that. Maybe that, but in reverse. Anyway, right? So he's trying with all his might to push the satellite back. And as that's happening, we cut back down to the ground, Ben. Oh, yes. And on the ground, a very attractive lady is giving a kind of impassioned speech for people to stay back. And she's trying to disperse a crowd away. Mm-hmm. And the reason she tells them is, this is where the satellite's going to hit. So she's trying and to make sure they don't act the mickey. No, because the crowd has gathered for oh, some reason. To see... And- yeah, and the, no, the mob seems quite angry, Ben. I would call them a mob. Oh, no. But she's very calmly trying to get everyone to back away. Filled with the milk of human kindness, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you have Jamila Jamil, Ben, because she's yeah, quite good she at that. she can do that. She's quite good at that, Ben. Um, but unfortunately, as she's doing that, people start shooting at her from the crowd. Get out of here. 
Yeah, so she has to do a full Wonder Woman then and she's blocking them with her shield, her magic shield. Cool. But, you know, she's going out of her way to not hurt anyone. Because she's very compassionate, Michael. Because she's very compassionate. So you see her taking down masked, armed people in the crowd, but not hurting anyone. Good. Right. Then, Ben, we cut again and we see... um, So the other members of the squadron... Yes. Um... Doing the same thing, basically. Excellent. They're fighting off an armed, masked mob who are trying to uh, get access to this area. Yes. Except for um, Dr. Spectrum, Ben. Dr. Spectrum is using his big, powerful thing to kind of dig a big hole and make fortifications around where the satellite's going to land. I often do that with my big powerful thing, Michael. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always digging a hole for yourself that you can't get out of. (laughs) So, so, Ben, the the main thing we gather from this is that they're working well as a cohesive unit. Think, Ben, think the opening scene of, um, of Avengers Age of Ultron. But even better. But basically we're seeing, this is our introduction to the theme, straight into the action. So nice. we see uh, we see uh, Lady Lark uh, in fights with people. And again, not hurting anyone. We see her sonic power and how she can disperse a crowd with it by like giving them a headache, basically. She uses, mm-hmm. She's not hurting people. She's going, ah! And they're like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and uh, Princess Whoa. Power is like breaking guns in half and stuff and leaving people confused. Wizard is just zipping around, taking guns off people and moving people out of the way of bits of debris that are falling down. But all the people are wearing masks, Ben, and they're very angry, and we don't really know what's what's afoot. Yes, it's all a mystery. Exactly. So, Ben, the Squadron Supreme, um, the the thing is about to, it's coming down, it's coming through the atmosphere, and as it's coming through the atmosphere, we get the classic team-up moment where Power Princess flies up as well, and she starts helping to push it. And Amphibian helps to jump up and push it as well because he can fly for some reason, don't ask. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Dr. Spectrum shoots his thing and he's help pushing it. And basically, Ben, at the end of the day, they land the, the satellite safely and it's the kind of heroic moment. Job where done. Job done. But then the crowd is still pelting bricks at them. Oh. And... Um, and they're like, oh, and then they go back to trying to disperse the crowd. Okay. So we see a big, a big meeting with the, with the team afterwards, Ben. And we learn that the reason that everyone is angry is that the world is in crisis. Okay. Because, because there have been, among other things, energy shortages. Oh no. Yeah. Um, and, uh, unusual happenings Ben kind of rifts and um, there is a new kind of uh, a plague that's happening so it's 2020 Michael it's it's 2020 Ben It's they, they live in 2020 they live in the earth of 2020 and people are sick and tired of being told to stay in their homes and not gather in places so when they saw that the Squadron Supreme were gathering to stop this satellite which was falling and the satellite Ben has fallen because of disrepair because of everything else that's going on, no one's yeah. being able to maintain it. So people are, they're, they're, they're there to protest, Ben, and they're not happy. Yeah, it doesn't sound like anything we'd ever experienced, Michael. Exactly, Ben, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and one of the big problems, Ben, is this new disease, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't follow the laws of physics. Okay. And the 
the ruptures that are happening and and injuring people and devastating power supplies. The old rifts. They, the rifts. No one. They're they're unexplained. No one knows what's going on. Oh. So the Squadron Supreme brand they're very upset by all of this. Yes, naturally. And they decide governments haven't been able to solve it. Oh. Perhaps the onus is on them to solve it. Oh. Because they are the seven most powerful people on in the, the world. planet. Yeah. So they say, so let's let's do it. Let's take it upon ourselves to stop people gathering. Let's take it upon ourselves to um to de de mili- de arm disarm disarm there society. And they they have princess power obviously because she's the eloquent compassionate speaker. She goes on television and tells people yeah, the UN. She, and she tells people the Squadron Supreme will be taking over the management, crisis management for the planet. Good. Good. And everyone's like, okay, good. That's Grass, about time. Yeah, that's good. Hyperion is whizzing around the place delivering medicine. Good. Wizard is rushing people to hospital. I feel like you missed a beat there with saying that Hyperion's whizzing around the place as opposed to Wizard's whizzing around the place. Yeah, but yeah. That's fine. So I, I meant Wizard. I meant Wizard. It's a note. And, it's you know, a note. It's just a note. Casual note. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... They they start working, Ben, and they convince everyone to stay at home through a series of fear posters and campaigns. Oh, propaganda, Michael. Nice. <laughs> propaganda, Ben. It's very popular. And behind the scenes, we see that Shitehawk, sorry, Nighthawk, <laughs> aka Matt Damon. Matt he Damon. Has, yeah, he's like, I don't know about this, guys. This isn't what we were supposed to do. We're supposed to be protecting freedom. This isn't why I got into it. I, I'm a non-powered guy who just has money and I can kick a man in the head. I have no interest in taking over the world and making it safe for everyone. I just want to kick criminals in the head in New York. Yes, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a well-off psychopath. Leave yeah. me alone to my violence. And they're like, Matt Damon, give it over. It doesn't matter. It's grand. <laughs> Everything's grand. We're doing this for the good of everyone. This is and fine. It's, it's, it's all going fine. Um, and Matt Damon's like, there's going to be resistance. People are going to be pissed off about this. And they're like, don't worry about resistance. We're the most powerful people on the planet. We'll sort it out. We'll deal with people peacefully. <laughs> we'll, we'll sort everything out. So, Benjamin. Come on. It turns out that there is some resistance. Uh, oh, sorry. Naturally. Hold on. I nearly forgot something. Oh. In the meanwhile, Ben, one of our couples... Um, Dr. Spectrum and Lady Lark. Are they together? They're together. Aww. And Dr. Spectrum uh, is is kind of, he's the one who's more into it. Oh, and she's no. kind of like, yeah, oh, yeah, look, oh, don't, no. don't, don't, uh, don't, look, it's, uh, we do, it's not, it's, it, look, it is what it is. We're having fun. Don't, we don't need to make it any more than that. And he's like, all right, fair enough, whatever. But my parents so, are coming up for Thanksgiving and I'd really like yeah, you to yeah. meet them. <laughs> okay. So Benjamin, it turns out <laughs> that um, we're going to meet a series of villains. Go on. And who the villains are, aren't madly important. Okay. But um, they, they are Lamprey. <laughs> who is a guy who is a real creep and he Ooh. can suck energy and have he can steal people's powers. He's rogue, essentially. Okay. And we have uh, a Catwoman analogy called the Mink. And she's <laughs> Mink-themed instead of Catwoman, in case of Cat-themed. Big difference. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a motley crew, Ben. A motley crew okay. of weirdos. Uh, there's a guy called Quagmire and he can... Um, maybe not... That doesn't work anymore because of Family Guy. Um but he he can summon black ooze, extra dimensional, gross black ooze. Tar pit. And, we'll call him tar yeah. pit. 
Tar pit, sure. And there's uh, a kind of misshapen blobby guy. Oh, yeah. Who, who can stretch out his body. Anyway, body it image really issues, man. It, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Other than these people are against the Squadron Supreme. Yeah. Okay. And they are are fighting back against them. Yes. And a and legitimate they, threat because they're also superpowered. Yes, but they're nowhere near as superpowered. They're weird, freaky superpowers rather than global superpowers. Okay. None of them are going to win a fight against the Squadron Supreme, Ben. Not really. And we see that. Yeah. In it, Like, we see, for example, uh, a protest against um, the new vaccine delivery room and it's attacked by three or four of these members and Princess Power and Dr. Spectrum sorted out entirely on their own. Yeah, they give it a quick whooping. One, two. Yes. But it comes to them then that um, it comes to them that they're not making any inroads. They're they're kind of solving the the plague problem because well, everyone good. has to stay at yeah. Everyone has to stay at home, and you know they have to stay in their houses. And <laughs> they're solving the energy crisis problem by you know developing cleaner, modern energy, and things are going pretty well. Michael, have you written a movie that makes you feel better about the fact that our planet is slowly dwindling into nothing? Me and Al Gore have written this movie together, okay. Ben. He's Good. he's my low-key on-the-side contributor. So they're doing away with uh, fossil fuels, Ben. But, you know, the, fo- <laughs> the fossil fuel people are like, you can't deal do away with fossil fuels. And they're like, well, we are. Yep, I like, want well, my money. Oh, I don't what, care. What am I going to do? You're a Hyperion. He's like, exactly. Look at the size of me. I'm the actor Armand Hammer. That's my real name, Armand Hammer. It's not a joke. And... Uh, anyway, Ben, uh, the resistance keeps growing and growing. And with the resistance growing, criminality is also growing. Oh, social ills, Michael. So they're making good progress in making the world better. But they're not making any progress, Ben, in getting people along for the ride. Right. So, um, luckily, Ben, they have a scientist. Oh, that's handy. And the and the scientist is a kind of Lex Luthor type. Oh? Yeah. I, I don't know who you would cast as him, Ben. I was thinking it would be, uh, what's his name, who's always everyone's dad. You know, you know the guy I'm talking of? The Give guy, he's, he's always show. everyone's dad. He was Bruce Wayne's dad. He was the Winchester boy's dad. Oh, was, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It'll be he's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Dad. Yeah. And he has developed, Ben... A behaviour modification technology. Oh no, Michael. And you can use this behaviour modification technology on anyone to stop them doing unwanted behaviours. Oh boy. And the, the squadron are like, well, look, that's a bit much. Yeah, so I don't know if we need that. We're only going to use it in extreme cases. Oh, oh, oh Michael, the slippery slope of public control. And um, so... At this stage, the 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 dissenters are Lady Lark, played okay. by Jennifer Lawrence or that that Canadian woman, um, Nighthawk, yes. and Amphibian. Okay, and so the they're ones, all like, I don't know about this, guys. I don't know about this. This is not a great idea. And Nighthawk is like, guys, this is you can't be doing this. This is no use whatsoever. <laughs> okay. But Hyperion and Zarda and Power uh, and Ben, it's not a coincidence that it's kind of the more powerful ones who are for it. Yeah, because they don't have the correct frame of reference to empathise with human beings because they're exactly, gods. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Perfect sense, Michael. Perfect sense. So they're like, look, listen, 
we're only going to do it on convicted criminals who volunteer. What? And who's going to volunteer? <laughs> if they volunteer for the behavior modification, they're released from prison automatically and oh. given cushy jobs in the squadron's new global initiatives. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> so the 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 fishman is like oh i don't know i'm patrick wilson i am not sure about this oh, patrick wilson says i don't know matt damon is like we're on a line and oh yeah it's a classic batman line okay. yeah this is the line and we're straddling the line and i'm not happy with it and i'm watching all of you and then everyone else is like, oh, yeah, whatever, we'll just do it. But only if we really need to. All right, shite hawk, settle uh, down. Yeah, all right, shite down. down. You can't even do that. You just go kick a man in the head in New York, you <laughs> prick. So <laughs> everyone's prick. like, all right, okay, well, okay, let's only, we'll only do it if they're real baddies. For example, what about these five baddies that we captured? Very recently. Should we do it on them? Yeah. And they're, they're like, yeah, all right. Let's do it on them. Hardly a loss to society. Hardly a loss to society. But they encounter a problem, Ben, in that Lamprey refuses... um, He refuses to consent. Good. Good. Good for Lamprey. But, Ben, they do it anyway. Oh, no, Michael. That's not good. Oh, no, not great. So, that's what pushes Shytalk. And Shytalk's like, this is no use. I am 100% out of here I'm again it yeah I'm getting out of here I'm not having it I'm out see ya and he's gone gonzo then Ben over the next couple of scenes we see that things have really improved in the relationship between Dr. Spectrum and Lady Lark because he used the behaviour modification unit on her why why would you think that (laughs) because things have really improved Michael (laughs) yeah and for some reason she's suddenly utterly dedicated to him oh did I spoil that for you I'm so sorry no 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 it's supposed to be obvious (laughs) okay it it will be obvious it is supposed to be obvious that's good Um, so that's why Jennifer Lawrence being that character is interesting because I don't know if you remember the film Passengers where she essentially had that done to her and got gaslit to fuck she got gaslit to fuck and it turned (laughs) out she's like maybe I still do love you though so this is the redemption for that bullshit (laughs) that weird weird movie where people just got on board with that weird manipulated abusive relationship yeah yeah yeah, it's fine everyone's everyone's on board with it it's totally fine yeah so um (laughs) <laughs> so they induct the new five members Ben uh, these these villains go on and things are kind of going okay except uh, Amphibian go on realises that something is up with Lady Lark yeah what's going on and he's like what's going on who did this this better not have happened and it results Ben in a in a kind of unpleasant showdown where in where in upon amphibian in the team meeting attacks dr spectrum right because he's utterly convinced that of what dr spectrum has done which is no good which is no good it's no no es bueno um but unfortunately for him lady lark attacks then amphibian Oh no, because she's utterly she's dedicated to Doc Spectrum. Utterly dedicated to Doctor Spectrum, and then Zarda's like, "Well, hold on a minute here, everyone, stop!" And it, it turns into a bit of a brawl. Yeah, classic. And the brawl happens basically until Hyperion Daddy comes back and puts them all 
gives now a clap of his hands, shockwave yeah, puts dispersal. Puts them all back in his seat. Yeah. And it, I mean, it shows us that really the team is him. Yeah, Everyone it's not, it's not seven. It's six lads yeah. and a bloody powerhouse. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a god and his, his mates. So long story short, Ben, um, Dr. Spectrum is removed from the team. Zarda, Zarda, actions. Yeah, Zarda initiates a vote to get him out of there. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Lady Lark goes with him. But but Michael, surely it's yeah. their moral responsibility to remove whatever bloody hardwiring has been put on her. Yes. So Ben, they speak with the Lex Luthor character, and he says, "Can't be done." Oh, what? Uh, because if it could be done, it would be too dangerous. We have these five members of the five members of the resistance that we've indoctrinated onto our team here. And if it was so simple to undo it, then they could turn on us at any moment. No good. So it can't be done. It's not that I won't do it. It's that the machine was designed to be irrevocable. It's a one-way trip. Exactly. Okay. So they they lose Dr. Spectrum and Lady Lark goes off with them. And, and, And Patrick Wilson Amphibian is like, you know what, guys? Fuck this. This is bullshit. Fair. And he smashes the shit out of the machines, the behavior modification program in the middle of the night and leaves. And that's the last we ever see of him. That's it. He's gone. He never comes back. Doesn't come back for the new month. Yeah. So, Ben, as you can see now, they're pretty down on members. Yeah, we've lost a few now. So, Dr. Spectrum's gone. Let's do do the midway count. Go on. Dr. Spectrum's gone. Yeah. Lady Lark is gone. Yeah. Um, but uh, Shitehawk is gone. What? Shitehawk's gone. Yeah. And Amphibian's gone. Oh, that's quite a few gone. So we've got Zarda and we've got Hyperion. Uh, Zarda, Hyperion, and Wizard are left of the originals. <laughs> Poor Wizard just sitting there. And in the corner. <laughs> he's like, I'm, yeah, what am I doing? I'm Ty Burrell. Have you seen my eyebrows? <laughs> and Benjamin, they're like, oh, okay, we need. And they have, of course, the five weirdos that they got on board. Oh, yeah, the bloody creepos. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we need to recruit. We need to recruit more heroes because the world's problems are not getting better. They're getting worse. There's ever nice. more and more resistance against us. Um, there are militaries form, And, you know, you could have these as action sequences, Ben, like Zarda going to meet, going to try and stop a, uh, a military commander who's gone rogue and is refusing to follow the Squadron Supreme. Nice, nice. And has taken over a town or something. And you could reenact the Wonder Woman saving the French town. Oh, but like this it. time... Yeah, but this time the rebel, the people holding the town, are people who are rebelling against rebelling against the fascist state. Yeah, the but, tyranny of the, bloody Squadron Supreme. Exactly. But yeah. the most important thing in all of this is Zarda never once is evil. Yeah, it's very important, She's Michael. Always She's always compassionate. V- compassionate. And she, yeah, and she always thinks what they're doing is right. Okay. Right. So they're like there are more and more supervillains appearing. There are more and more unrest scenes of unrest appearing we need to recruit more okay so we have a little recruitment montage Ben nice and we see them recruit other people a green arrow a green arrow Uh, you could get a green arrow in there a red tornado a a tornado you you know doesn't matter your generic your generic smorgasbord of B-listers yeah 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 until you have um until you have, let's say, around 15. Okay, so we're going for a bigger team. Nice, 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 yeah. nice. You have about 15 on the team. Um, so you have your eight originals 
and yes. seven new members. Okay. And Benjamin, uh, they keep pushing and pushing. They they disarm the entire public. They well, make ma- they make mask wearing and staying at home mandatory throughout the day. You're only allowed out at certain times. <laughs> the Lex Luthor scientist guy, Ben, he discovers that the source of um, this virus that's causing the plague yes. is extra dimensional. Oh, what? What? My, a yeah. quantum virus? Exactly, Ben. Mm. And it doesn't follow exactly the laws of physics of their dimension. And that's so why it's spreading so darn fast. And it's unstoppable because it doesn't respond to any medicine from that dimension. And Shite. it turns out, Ben, that the rifts that have been forming are the source of it. Oh, no. Nice. Leaking into and other dimensions. Exactly, Ben. And it turns out, Ben, that these leaks have been formed by someone in some other dimension mucking about with the quantum realm between dimensions. Is Reed Richards the secret supervillain in this? No. It's the Avengers, Ben. From Oh, because they've from been their, mucking around. Because they've been mucking around, Ben. You can't muck around with the quantum realm without... Oh, I love it. So it turns out, Ben, that the, the, the Squadron Supreme's world is in the in the quantum realm. It's tiny. Oh, Everything that's, that's is teeny, Hyperion's teeny, tiny. origin. Look at you doing the deep so, cuts. So everyone's very, very teeny tiny. Mm. So Hyperion comes up with a plan. Go on. And the plan is take the Squadron Supreme. Yeah. Enlarge them to the dimensions of this other physical universe. Pretty fucking big. Pretty fucking big. And go and put a stop to this carry on. Yeah. But the only way that they can do that is by leaving the world completely safe. Yeah, because they can't because so, they're going to be gone, so no one's going to look yeah. after it. Yeah. So they say, if we're going to be gone for that long, we're going to have to behavior modify anyone who's not towing the line. Oh, slippery fucking slope! It's a slippery slope, and that's the point, Ben, at which you know people are having their doubts. Hyperion is like, we have to do this. this is the only way we're doing it to save our world. It's very and important. Zarda's like, and Zarda's like, okay, yeah, I, I mean, he's probably right, I guess. And Wizard's <laughs> like, I don't know, guys, I'll go along with you because I'm just the wizard. I haven't had any character development whatsoever Poor in this whole film. So, what am I going to do? Um, so, Benjamin, yeah, they start the global behavior modification problem program on everyone. Oh, uh, super villains. No. Criminals, dis- mask dissenters, oh, everyone then. And they build their um, their interdimensional craft. Go on. And, and they have a great big grand launch day for Good. their interdimensional craft where they're going to go. And, you know, approved people are at it. So there's a huge positive crowd there. Yeah, because they're they're in line with the values needed to keep this glorious red state running. Yeah, okay. yeah. But Benjamin, on the tarmac on the way, uh, as they're walking towards the thing, a couple of missiles hit the tarmac in front of them. Oh no! And I mean, it's nothing. Hyperion catches one and it explodes in his face, and he just kind of looks at it. And um, out of the clouds comes the the Shitehawk mobile. Nice. And it's Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And it's Nighthawk. And he's back. 
and he lands the ship and he gets out of the ship with five or six supervillains. Oh, controversial. And he says, yeah, and he says, you're not going on this ship. You've done too much. We we have to stop this. You're you a bunch of bad eggs. The whole world. You're over. a bunch of bad eggs. And Hyperion's like, Matt Damon, old friend, I'm actor Armand Hammer. I'm six foot eight. Have you ever seen the size of me? I'll crush you like a peanut. No, crush a peanut. A grape. And 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 Matt Damon's like, We'll stop you, we'll do anything we can to stop you. And Armand and, and Princess Power is like, There's only you and you don't have any powers and these five other people and his power is he inflates into a ball. You've not really made the best time <laughs> to to make this choice. Um, then one of the the people with him takes on. off the right takes off the mask, and it's Doctor Spectrum. Dun dun dun! And Doctor Spectrum's like, "You guys made me go too far. If you'd never made that machine, I wouldn't have mind controlled the lovely Lady Lark." And they're like, well, that's a bit morally grey, isn't it? Yeah, because really you're a big old creep spectrum. You're, you're just pissed at us. Yeah. You're on the you, you, So, I mean, I like that. I like the fact that he's on the side of anti-fascism. Yeah. But not for any great morals other than they kicked him out of the club. Yeah, and he likes to, he's, he's given himself a, a convenient little moral uh, hindsight there where he's like, well, if you hadn't, the technology hadn't existed, I wouldn't have done it. If, if, if knives weren't a thing, I wouldn't be a serial killer. Get the book out. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And then, and then, uh, Very Zarda logic. says, well, anyway, look, what I don't know what you're doing because there's still 15 of us and five of you. And Nighthawk says, not exactly. And then at that point, the Lex Luthor guy comes down off the ship. Yeah. And says, well, you know, maybe we haven't been completely honest. And all of the recent inductees into the squadron turn and encircle them. Oh, what? Get out of Exactly, town. Ben. What? So it's a coup. it turns out through a series of events that Nighthawk had placed all of those people in the league to do this oh Nighthawk see he's an old shitehawk isn't he (laughs) Um, and um, it's revealed Ben that the machine was reversible oh what so the five sure things that they thought so then Ben we have a super powered brawl between about 15 minorly powered kind of X-Men level characters and a god and four absolute powerhouses, basically. Nice. And people are going to die. Not good. Yeah. Everyone's going to die, basically. Great. So there's like an it. absolute slaughter on the tarmac, Ben. And I don't know if you've ever read Roy Thomas's Squadron Supreme, Ben, but that's pretty much the final showdown that I've described in the comic. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. And um, that episode is actually called Civil War. And it takes place between a bunch of superheroes who are pro kind of fascism accidentally and those who are against it on the tarmac of an airport. It is the movie Civil War, but much bloodier. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So among other things, uh, in the fight, um, Zarda kills Dr. Spectrum. But what? Because she's like... You're. What did you do to Lady Lark? It's unacceptable. That's 
she finally snaps Michael she yeah. loses her compassion yeah. so she loses it and she goes that's it and she's, she just smashes his head in cool um, yeah most of the kind of minor villains are killed yeah yeah uh, standard most, mostly by Hyperion yeah, and mostly accidentally yeah <laughs> like he just kind of backhands let's say the mink and he just head back- just clean yeah or just like he doesn't mean to kill her he just backhands her casually and she dies because she's a normal woman she's a human woman with claws and she's essentially and- been hit by a truck yeah yeah and then it turns out the, the, the kind of only hope they have is Lamprey so Who's- Lamprey oh. yeah so Lamprey latches on to Hyperion Yes. And manages to drain most of his power. Big move. So Hyperion kind of collapses. But now you've got someone who was always a prick. With with Hyperion level. (laughs) With Hyperion's power. So he basically starts attacking everyone. And he's like, this is for what you did to me. And he smashes in, let's say, pick someone, Ben. Uh, Wizard. He's still there. He he breaks both of Wizard's legs as Wizard's trying to run past him. Nice. And it's awful, Ben. And by hook or by crook, they manage to stop him and he dies. So Lamprey's uh, going to need a, a proper actor in the seat then. Cause, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. You want someone really awful. Oh. Like, who's available who's really awful? John Malkovich. <laughs> that's an interesting choice. there's a man with some serious presence Michael who could yeah. scare the shit out of you if you wanted yeah so Benjamin <laughs> at the end um, Hyperion is pretty much down and out okay. uh, Lamprey has absolutely knocked the shit out of um, Wizard good uh, Dr. Spectrum's dead right Lamprey has completely pummeled um, Princess Power yeah um, remember the scene in the Justice League where Superman kicks the shit out of them? Yeah, with with, with that, barely barely a sweat broken. Yeah, yeah, it's that, but he's awful. And eventually they manage to... Well, I mean, let's say his power doesn't last forever, so it's draining the whole time. And they, they take him down and they have to kill him. Cool. And the, the, the battlefield is bloody and mess and everything's horrible. And along comes Lady Lark. Lady and Lark. Lady Lark and Lady Lark sees that Dr. Spectrum has been killed oh that's no good yeah and she blames uh, our Lex Luthor fella and Matt Damon oh no and she comes up and she's crying and she's like what am I going to do how are we going to and and whatchamacallum Matt Damon gives her a little hug but as she's hugging him she screams so loudly on purpose, Adam, that he dies and his head explodes. Oh, he has an old head explosion. Yeah, he has an old head explosion. Nice. So, the Squadron Supreme is devastated. Their shuttle is in ruins and the world is kind of shit. But, at least they're not in charge anymore and no one's fascists. Fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love so, it. The whole point being then, Ben, that if you wanted, you could... Oh, it's we're very late into this episode. We if you wanted, in. in future episodes, Ben, in future movies, you could have Wizard, uh, Hyperion, and Zarda come across the Quantum Realm to get revenge. Nice. And, yeah, put a stop to the damage done to their world. Nice. The end. The end. Michael, that was excellent. What an enjoyable nihilistic film. 
Yeah, wouldn't it be good? Yeah, it'd be fun. David yeah, Fincher yeah, yeah. should direct it because he's kind of dark and moody and bit of a <laughs> Snyder. Get Scott Snyder in. Oh, no. It's no. what Scott Snyder wanted to do anyway. Boo. At least in this, Batman has a reason to hate Superman. Yeah, because he's a big fascist prick. Because <laughs> he's a big uh, unintentionally fascist prick. Yeah, but I think a lot of fascists probably started out unintentionally and then they're like, well, I can't let you have the reins back now because I'm doing yeah, so well. Yeah, well, that's kind of the joy of having Princess Power there and why I think Jamila Jamil is a good casting choice. Because she'll never seem like the villain until perhaps maybe at the end when she loses it and and start splitting heads. And you just realise that seething rage has been there the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I like it. What I like most about it, Michael, is probably the fact that you're going to have a lot of fun revealing how much duress these heroes are really under. Like, I'm going to enjoy the scene where Jamila Jamil goes back to her quarters and, like, rips the heads off stuffed toys and stuff. I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching that <laughs> oh, scene. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy that scene where Ty Burrell is like, what the fuck am I doing here while he Skypes with his kids and his wife? Yeah, yeah. I'm going What's to enjoy going the scene where Amphibian is like, oh, fuck. I'm going back to the undersea. Screw you guys. Yeah, and I'm going to, yeah, like, I'm just going to live underwater. Bye. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy the scene where, like, Matt Bomber or Neil Neil Patrick see this is why I think Neil Patrick Harris is even better because everybody loves Neil Patrick Harris then you find out he's a real fucking slime ball yeah but I mean yeah I think I think it would work you know because you know his charming womanizing ways have gone too far yeah that works not womanizing it's now kind of date rape in the extreme it's real weird yeah much worse it's real weird Mm. fucking Dr. Spectre more like Dr. Gaslight huh? huh so um a lot of characters in that, Ben, well, obviously we combined them. That's not Dr. Spectrum in the comics who does that. It's uh, it's the Golden Archer. Oh, it is the Golden um, Archer in the comic. Yeah. And Dr. Spectrum instead in the comics has a kind of conscious of conscience about non-violence. But you can't have a 25 character movie. We're going to need some amalgam no characters, setup. Michael. So you have to amalgamate some of them. Yeah, it's going to happen. Right. Yeah, well, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was very enjoyable, Michael. Well, let's bloody wrap it up there, Ben. Bloody wrap it up there, Michael. 10 minutes Ladies over a normal episode length. Would you would you pay to watch this on your favorite streaming service of choice? No, would it's you, a movie, Ben. Would you give Disney an extra bit of money to watch this early when we release it straight to your televisual screens? <laughs> uh, what, <laughs> do, what do you think of our casting? Wait, I who, think it's excellent. Who would you pick for the different casts? Armand Hammer. Armand Hammer is obviously the only Hyperion choice you're ever going to need. Jamila yeah. Jamil, Michael, you're absolutely right, is the only choice for your version of Princess Power. Makes a lot of sense. The rest are up in the air, Ben. Let's the be rest honest. are up in the air. Let's be honest. Shitehawk could be anybody. Could be anybody. Uh, Patrick b- Wilson. Bloody, I, I'm I'm kind of now married to Neil Patrick Harris's Doctor Spectrum. I'm not going to lie right, to you. I'm on board. I'm on board. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to have to take Ty Burrell because I just really like the idea of an older superhero just being like, "Fuck, oh, <laughs> fuck I just go it didn't to used kids. to be like this. God damn it. <laughs> oh, this is no use. Um, yeah, and John Malkovich's Lamprey. I'm I'm for it. <laughs> John Malkovich right. reprising his role uh, or Nicolas Cage <gasps> Nicolas Cage a would be really over the top lamp player imagine a Nicolas Cage meltdown when you get the power that of Hyperion be, that would be a bit mad it'd be good I'd, I'd be into it uh, anyway ladies and gentlemen that is it from us for this week do you enjoy the podcast would you no. like to get in touch with us there are several oh, ways yes. to do so we are on the web at www.shomrabyog.com S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G dot com means tiny room in Irish does indeed you can find us on the gram that is the instant gram at yes. Shomrabyog same spelling 
and roughly same the same meaning. meaning. Roughly the same meaning. <laughs> you can also find us, ladies and gentlemen, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and all yeah. the other platforms where you might listen to a bloody podcast. If you are listening to us on any of those platforms and there's a like button or a review button, please go ahead and do that. It really helps us to get our lovely little podcast out there to new folks and fairies. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's it for us. Um, we're off to go and see if we can convince Army Hammer to make a very interesting career move. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bye.